Are you ready to record a podcast? I'm, I'm, I'm think, yeah, maybe <laughs> if, if I can stop watching Defenders long enough to record a podcast, it's, uh, it's a real problem. So this is it's... Super Ladies number 35. Woohoo! That feels like a milestone. Maybe. I, yeah. It's an even, yeah. it's a, it's a, not an even number. It's no, it's not. Anyway. It's 35 is, that's a good number. We Just are... wait till we get to 36. <laughs> 36 will be extra special for no reason. We are discussing The Defenders episodes 4, four. 5, and 6. Four. 5, 6. And we'll have Yay! full spoilers. So if you haven't watched through episode 6, um, why do you even listen to us? I totally get not being able to watch them all in the first week or something, but you know, if you haven't gotten to four, five, yeah, we're on, we're on week. This is week three. This will be week three, right? Like by Friday. Yeah, you should. Yes, yeah, you should be through by now. I've seen it five times, so come on. <laughs> Time is a blur. I have no idea. Before we get into the defenders, I have seen yeah. Inhumans, and I ended up in Civilization on Friday at the most expensive IMAX theater ever. Ended up paying twenty dollars. How much matinee. was it? Was it like twenty eight bucks or something? Twenty dollars to see a matinee of a seventy five minute presentation that will be on network television. Yeah, and that's that was with no with no like refreshments or was that? No, just, I didn't. I, mean, I, I yeah. After that, I almost always get popcorn because I go to the movies so infrequently, and I usually make it dinner and just have popcorn for dinner. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No, that is not. On the flip side, up here in the so I was down in Albany, and that's where it was twenty bucks, and I just walked past the popcorn. I was just like, no, I am not giving you guys any more of my money. Up here in the Adirondacks, <laughs> there is one theater in town. They only take cash. It's seven dollars for all movies. It might be six for a matinee. That's cheap. I went in. I went to see the Hitman's Bodyguard. I paid fifteen dollars ticket. Popcorn. I got a bottle of water because I was thirsty. Fifteen dollars total. It was fantastic. And yeah. then I went into the little theater and it yeah. was it like held fifty six people. And it was just amazing. Anyway. So so were there at least fifty six people watching Inhumans with you? Oh no, there were seven. In the in the counting big, me. In the big Oh my god. I mean, granted, this is In the theater that holds how many people? <laughs> uh, hundreds. I mean, it was an IMAX theater. Ugh. It was a 2.30. I mean, it was 2.30 on a Friday. Because I got off work a little bit right. early. Because I started my work day at the crack of dawn. Well, actually, I still had four hours of driving that were technically my work day. But it was 2.30 and there were about six other people in the theater. It's, so not bad. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Let me just ask you this. Would you have felt any differently if it had been two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? That had shown an IMAX. Would you have been like more pumped because it was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like I'm trying to like sort of diffuse some of the Inhumans hate by going, people, yeah. if it was two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know that anybody would care. Well, and a lot of people have pointed to the first was two there episodes anything of Agents that was... of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like the first two episodes of Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I don't remember them, but people have been pointing out that they were pretty bad. 
so yeah i don't i don't remember them either um but so that's that's what i was talking about this week with my friend yeah so the thing about inhumans is that the first two minutes of the show is awful and yeah it it it's so so very awful like the sound is off um I talked about a little bit of in the Marvel News Desk. The MCU Exchange podcast is now the Marvel News Desk podcast. Um, I, like, I, I was trying to figure out the way they were focusing on sounds and, like, water splashing off of things. I was like, is somebody here supposed to have daredevil powers? Like, are we are we supposed to be listening to these things? Like, or, you know, are you trying to convey something yeah. to us? And yeah. it didn't end up having any reason it was just like we're at imax look at this zoom in on water splashing (laughs) but once you get those past those two minutes there's uh yeah there's royal sex and it it starts to feel better yeah yeah does it does it feel at least as good uh, as any other network superhero show so I don't watch as many of the DC shows as you. So I, you know, our buddy Mike said it is. Or he yeah. said it was like a, a CW soap opera DC show. Yeah. Because I've just seen people that I haven't any, you know, I've seen like some retweets from the Inhumans account of pe- people that like loved it. But most it's it's just people like, it's not as bad as people say. Or you have people go, don't even go see it at all. Like it's horrible. Yeah. Um. I mean, Set your expectations low and you won't be disappointed. <laughs> I, 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 I have hope. I have hope. I have hope that the rest of the series, maybe some of the things that didn't make sense will just be seeds that are being sown for things that'll be explained later. And um, yeah, it's just awkward, but it's kind of meant to be awkward. Is I think right. Part of the issue. Um, yeah, everybody has weird accents, but they're supposed to live on the moon. So... Well, that's to me. That's that's very Game of Thronesy to me yeah. because nobody on Game of Thrones has the same accent either, and I just sort of look over that. Yeah, even people who are, who are supposed to have grown up in the same area don't sound the same. So, I just wish they would have let like Maximus talk in his real like Maximus voice, right? <laughs> so I say, and his- I say at the end, maybe we record another quick podcast about Game of Thrones to throw in okay but let's okay, talk about well, the defenders because let's talk, let's talk about the defenders <laughs> all right so we've given enough time for anybody that that hasn't watched to pause turn this off and go watch um so there's a lot that happens in these three episodes but it's a good stopping point to talk about yes and, when we yeah yeah, yeah. so the game episode six yeah all four right. heroes come together. I mean, so these are just like the high points. And and we were talking is there's two other great podcasts that go through episode by episode and talk about everything. Um, And we will never stop talking about the Defenders. It'll be like two years from now and we'll be like, oh, my God. Now we'll still be. I'll hand. go back in one moment. We'll stand out for some reason. It'll be, oh, my God, I went back and rewatched this moment. Yeah. But in these three episodes, we get the defenders coming together and deciding if over Chinese food. Yeah. And stick comes in to be the daddy defender. Yay. Stick. Stick. And I actually, so how do you feel about stick? I mean, he almost became likable. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
He did. I mean, if not for Stick in, in episode four, um, really kind of exp- what was I going to what was I going to call it? Day hand splaining some things. <laughs> I don't know that we would we would have understood some of the stuff that was going on. You know, it took Stick going and, and sitting down and going, "Let me tell you this story," and Danny like being like, "Oh yay," and everybody else being like, oh, "Matt rolling it." I was like, "Oh fuck, I will listen to this shit again." But yeah, no, I I think without. I mean, I don't know how they do it without Stick. And um, yeah, I, I I really felt for Stick. So we get Stick explaining everything to the defenders. We get everybody, you know, sort of going on. So and Marco Ramirez has come out in interviews and said he just simply he didn't try to make all of the defenders interact. He tried to make it Luke and Danny and Matt and Jessica, and that's what we got. Yeah, early, especially early on, that's what we got. Um, a little, you know, you really don't get much Matt and Luke. You probably get more Matt and Danny going forward than you do yeah, Matt I feel and like Luke. Matt and Luke so. barely know each other at this. I mean, even and Luke and I mean, uh, Jessica and Danny. You don't get a lot. You you get none of that really. Yeah, um, which is probably best for Danny's but, safety. But, <laughs> but it felt that's that's cool though. You you don't want anything forced, and that felt it felt natural that way of course everybody wants heroes for hire that's what we want so i think if if any two that we wanted pushed together it was luke and danny anyway because danny needs a friend he does he's just looking for his family rhiannon he's just looking for his family i know and he needed he needed a guy friend Um, he needed a guy friend because claire and colleen are great but he needed just like a bro Yes. Oh my God. I know. And and Matt in the restaurant watching Matt struggle with well, first of all, one of my favorite lines when they're early on when they're first busted in the restaurant and they're letting the blind man secure the like perimeter is like hilarious to me. And Matt busts out with I still hear neon is one of it's like the best line ever. Yeah. yeah. You know, and just Luke going like what what the <laughs> you know, what? Well that's my blind, maybe not blind, like lawyer you know. Um, but then early, you know, later on when, when Jessica pulls him aside, like, look, I know who you are. And Matt's struggling with, what do I do here? Well, I'm it, involved, but do I want to be involved? <laughs> you know? And at that point, at that point, like, and, and, at that point, like, Matt, Jessica has already announced that you're her attorney. But, like, that's going to take them five minutes to figure out. Yeah. Right. And yeah, you have. Yeah, you've you've made no effort to like uncover your face because you're hiding your face. But yeah, your eyes are covered. So yeah, you're already in this. <laughs> you're all in. And just though when he takes his when he takes it off and he walks over there and hands her the scarf back. It's like, OK, fuckers, my name's Matthew. <laughs> Let's and, do this. Yeah, I love it so much. Yay, Matt. I love I love it. And then, you know, you have a moment where Jessica, you know, is like, I can't I can't be a part of this and she she leaves and i love it when danny because matt's like no she's not coming back and danny's like did you use your superpowers <laughs> and matt's like no i just know i just i've met her i know i know her so <laughs> I no, like she's that. not coming back i just I love, love little lines like that's so cute did you do you use your powers <laughs> like were you listening? no it's just jessica yeah. <laughs> you've met her for five minutes obviously you um, should know this <laughs> Um, what I was trying to figure, and what was what was going on with the hand at this? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, that's when they were waiting on Bakudo to like show up, right? Wasn't Bakudo like the last one 
is supposed to be coming and they were oh, waiting on him to like show up and and Alexandra's man. like we got to like get our I've got a plan. If you hear if you by the way, if you hear crying in the background, it's not a baby, it's the new kitten and he's outside the door. And he will get louder and very demanding. You're so not letting the kitten podcast. I can't let the kitten in because the kitten will destroy everything. The kitten is like the hand. Well, if you hear a baby crying on my end, it's just the loud people in my hotel. It's just a baby. It's just a baby. <laughs> yes, I've locked one in the closet. Um, um, <laughs> so, so um, Alexandra then, though, decides to, like, go to this restaurant and, like, crash their party, right? Yeah, she, like, because they had the blind man secure the premises. She was just yeah. able to sneak right the fuck in. <laughs> Like nobody pointed that out. Like, way to go, Matthew! You secured the premises, and now this. I love it. I love that. That is the greatest. We got to make this place look closed, and and the restaurant guy goes, "It is closed." (laughs) Well, and then I love that. Like, they're all like, "Nobody can know. Nobody can know." And there's like five people in the back of the restaurant, still just like producing food. Like they're all done eating. And I, and I, you know, now having watched the whole series, I bet like Matt and Jessica really wish they had sat down for one last good like meal right because that, that's really the last time they get to sit and like eat so poor little danny who has to recharge his chi and it takes so much bless him no wonder he can't only keep that like fist like flickering a little bit he's hungry true true but he you he, know he ate at least in the <laughs> restaurant you know matt's all like no no <laughs> no we can't ever do this. eat <laughs> Matt never eats. Jessica never eats. She only drinks. And we we get Matt, like, not telling the whole truth. Surprise! <laughs> Matt only revealing what he thinks is relevant to the story. Like, do you know this chick that I fought in Cambodia and that, like, tried to kill the architect? Mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm, nope. No. No. Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I've certainly never slept with her. No. For her. <laughs> fought the hand with her. Mm-mm. Nope. She's definitely never died in my arms. Never. No. Worst liar ever. They just don't know this. They're all together, except for Jessica when she leaves, but then comes back at the end. Like, yeah, that was a, oh, I was like, my heart exploded when Jessica came back. It's like, miss me? Oh. And then, like, the car crashes through, and I'm like, oh, my God, they made Jessica drive a car. Did they not watch any of the other series? And then it dawned on me that she threw the car. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she she just she just slung that car through there. Yeah, I'm like, yay, Jessica. Yeah, and there, yeah, and that's that's pretty much like episode four, right? I'm trying to, that's how it ends. Yeah, right? Jessica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of episode four. Was it the one that we got? No, it was episode three that we got the extremely long Electro backstory that I timed. It was 17 minutes of Electro backstory in episode three. Um, before you got yeah episode four was was chinese food and like getting more background on what they're doing and how you know the five fingers of the hand who they all are and yeah Um, that kind but not really knowing what they want with the iron fist right yet yeah i mean except for just cryptic i feel like those episodes is just like so much little cryptic like alexandra is extremely old there yeah. is something extremely mystical. Da, da, da. <laughs> so episode five, they move episode on to... Episode five, hold on. Okay, because, oh, it ends... Oh, yeah, four is also Luke getting, like, hit by the 
truck. You see him. That's yeah. <gasps> that's right. Right? Or is that five? I'm so confused. Anyway, Luke ends up getting hit by a truck in yes, one of these episodes. Luke gets hit by a and, truck and they go to the dojo. And 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 Matt and Electra fight and you know and oh. you can tell like Matt's just all out of his. Oh, this this is fucking him up bad. <laughs> um, but Electra doesn't kill him again. So does Matt have a point? Is she still in there? I don't know. But it's great. It's great watching Matt struggle with that. And yeah, and like yeah, yeah, they end up at the dojo, and we get the smirkiest little smirk from the smirkiest little like asshole ever, Matt Murdock, because he knows before anybody else does that it's Luke coming through the door, and that's the cutest little moment too. He's like, ah, oh, smirk, it's Luke, and Luke has caught us oh, one day. Yes. I um, see. That's one thing that bums me out. I wish we could have seen that. Luke just looks so proud in that moment too. It's He's so like, proud, hey but guys. I wish I could have seen him kick hey his guys. ass. I don't <laughs> mind it. I don't mind it just being like, "Hey, we got this." We didn't need to see any more fight scenes. I wanted to see that. I, I mean, I enjoyed like... the fight scenes, but we didn't need any more fight scenes. Yes, was... we do. We need all the fight scenes. No, I know what you're saying. We di- we didn't need it. Shelby wanted it. So um, if you hear dive bombers in the background, I am not actually in a war zone, but sometimes, but I am near an airport and there's little, uh, propeller, little propeller airplanes that come by and it sounds like I'm like in a World War II reenactment or something. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. So they, do they actually end up, you know, Danny, Danny's like, I have a, we own a building. So is that really, is that Danny's building or is they just, did they just pick some random spot? I wonder. The warehouse, it looks exactly like the same warehouse where Hoffman was in Daredevil season one. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It does kind of look so like that. I was so confused as to, you know, just like, but anyways. Yeah. It look, and it's it a very like weird spot. building was- that, you know, is conveniently a warehouse when they need it. And it's conveniently a little small room when they need it. Yeah, they moved Yeah, to- it looked yeah, it looked like some like like a um like like a theater or something. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. But it was it was pretty. It was cool looking. It was a nice little and- defenders hangout. It was, it was a good <laughs> little hangout place. Um so yeah, so they get the one day and he kind of fucks with them all in the head a little bit. It's like, you know, we're going after all the people you care about. Uh what Claire and Colleen, which which Ends up that's that's when we see Bakudo and Bakudo like mind fucks Colleen like for the five hundredth time of you're not worthy but if you are, but you can be worthy you can go with me blah 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 and Bakudo like gross get the fuck out of my face Bakudo and he like slices her across the belly which again you go back to why aren't their weapons poisoned Rhiannon why no I'm the one that says it <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying Rhiannon why that's just, that's poisoned why. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we, we, we get Colleen and Claire and, um, oh, Matt has to go talk to Karen again. This is when we get second conversation with, with Karen where she's a little bit colder, like, bitch, I am so over this. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, like the first, in the restaurant early on, I was like, well, maybe she's not so anti daredevil, but definitely by here she is over it. And can you blame her? Like, I don't hate Karen Page for being over it. I don't hate Karen Page for wanting to protect, you know, what Matt has and wanting to look out for Matt and for wanting Matt to go, dude, you know, just put that down. You're going to die. I don't I don't hate her for that. I know a lot of people do. I don't. Um, because what else is I don't know how she's supposed to react. You keep getting, you know, jerked into this, which 
I guess people could say at the same time she she puts herself in the middle of a lot of shit. But well, and we don't really know what conversations they had. I mean, I, the diner conversation in the first episode, I kind of feel like maybe there was a conversation like, "Hey, I'm Daredevil, but I'm quitting," and like, yes, what I really yeah. need is my friend's support while I'm quitting. Yeah, and you know, they seem to approach it all as if he's an alcoholic. Yes, and. And for years, I mean, or for, you know, however long, she thought he was an alcoholic. So she sees it as this destructive thing. So I don't see her whininess. I mean, her her opposition to it all. I feel like it's more that he's asked her to be that way, almost. Right. And, and, and you know, you got to remember, he's still lying to her. It's You know, yeah. it takes him a while to come around and say, look. This is just me. So she's still not getting the full truth from him. And, you know, so I don't I still I don't have hate on for Karen Page. I don't. Um, And again, what kind of friend would she be if she was like, yes, run out there, Matt, and get yourself killed? That's cool. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, so she's not real happy about all that having to go. But at the same time, she's kind of like, I think there's part of Karen that's always like, yeah, I'm in the middle of it, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so maybe the, the problem is they're still like, you know, in the figuring each, you know, figuring ourselves out and figuring each other out and that kind of thing, that they're still both not completely fully honest with each other. And maybe we'll get that eventually one day. No, I don't think but, Matt will ever be honest with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> not today um and foggy shows up and foggy's coming around though this is what i like about the the change that we see with foggy at the police station he's beginning to come around like you know you think he's trying to tell us something karen like he's probably not gonna stop and the, oh ow, and uh we get our first interaction between daredevil and jessica jones and i just love trisha's reaction Yes, because Trish is just like, oh Holy my god, Daredevil! <laughs> it's the greatest it, because it, well, it was so funny to me because in in one minute he he you know he goes he leaves the he leaves uh Karen and he goes back and has his you know meets up with Stick back at the little place their little hideout. You know, it's, that's when Stick's like, you need to be the one to lead them. And Matt's like, I'm not a leader. And we go from this conversation to Stick to Matt Daredevil, and he's helping Jessica Jones. Yay! Yeah. It's great. And that's when we get the, you know, making fun of his outfit. That's so good. But Trish, yeah, Trish is, yeah, Trish is just like, and then she gets to the police station. She's like, oh, my God, Malcolm, did you know Jessica Jones knows Daredevil? We're like, no, Trish, isn't it the greatest thing ever? <laughs> we did so much. Because um, it didn't feel good for Matt just to be back in the suit. It's like, yay, Matt, put back on the suit. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, finally. Um, so everybody's at the police station, yay, and Misty is dumped in the middle of this shit show and doing the best job possible with no information at all she is she is incredibly tolerant for <laughs> the shit show that she has handed she has handed the worst shit show possible and just like deal with it and she does um 
we go back and and, and they have um Sawande like uh Daredevil's got Sawande and that's when we get Luke and uh Danny like being like ah Daredevil basically this episode is just Daredevil showing off yeah ah, Daredevil <laughs> like Matt being like look at my costume look at my batons look at my look cool at how- tricks. Yeah, look at these. These are my powers in use. I am awesome. I'm one of the nat- most naturally gifted, skilled fucking fighters in the world. Yeah. And Danny. Um, I wonder if. Do you think that's. The I wonder if Danny this... is just kind of like. That Danny is just like. I I want to be like him. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's starting. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, I wonder, too, if this is the moment that they made fun of Charlie about, like, throwing the baton. And he kept hitting Mike Coulter in the back of the head. Definitely. Because Charlie kept insisting that he could that he could do it. <laughs> and it's so funny because he's like, I did it. I nailed it. And like um, when I was practicing, Ben's like, no, I don't. Rem- I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't recall that. They made such fun of him. Please. And so, yeah, uh, they're sort of arguing around about what were they even arguing about? They weren't paying attention to Sawande about. I can't remember, you know, and Sawande gets free and grabs little baby puppy Danny Rand. And like, and then Stick kills him. Boom. Yeah, Stick pretty much cuts to the chase. Like, this series would have had to have been 20 episodes long if we hadn't had Stick just like... Okay, Ending shit. Okay, this person's <laughs> yeah. dead now. Like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, between Jessica and Stick. Like, <laughs> without the two of them, oh, God. this show would have dragged on forever. Jessica's the Jessica is all of us, you know... It, when she finds out they're called the hand and she's like, no, what are they really called? Like, she just can't get over this, just the stupidity of everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So stupid. Um, and that's the end of that. Right. Oh, no wait. Okay. Because also during all this, Electra is Matt getting through to her? Is he not? Cause we see Electra on the roof of Matt's building. Cause Electra kind of like, Runs away from the hand. Runs away from Alexandra. Yeah. Gets lo- gets loose in the city. I mean, Electra, and- Electra finds herself. She goes on her little journey of self-discovery. She, she It's so up- good. And this goes into episode six, too. Yeah. Electra's yeah. little journey of self-discovery when she ends up on Matt's roof. And then... So good. She goes down and takes a little napper time... Yes. Bed. Yes. And oh my god, it was so the way that episode ended though with her curled up on the bed. If you don't I'm going to tell you something about Electra in this whole like even in season 2 of Daredevil. Elodie Young plays Electra in such a way I can never be mad at Electra. <laughs> I am never. I always understand what Electra's trying to do. Yeah. I just I feel for Electra. Ah, especially in the Defenders, especially in the Defenders. Yeah. And her emotions. I mean, I, but I, and I'm never confused. Like I never, I never feel confused by Electra's emotions. Like I know she's hiding stuff, but I, you know why? Yeah. You know why? And she's just, Elodie is just fantastic. She's a freaking superstar. (laughs) Again, Hitman's bodyguard. You get plenty of Elodie Young. Um, but yeah, Elodie and, and her Electra, I feel like it's really 
genuine to the comics too. Mm-hmm. They've they've mm-hmm. done a great job of changing her story, but leaving her so much the same. Yeah, I I really didn't think when you when you when you heard that Elektra was going to be in Defenders, I thought, okay, well they're just they're going to use her in this way and that way, and I didn't think we would get the feelings and the emotion of a you know out of Elektra. I didn't think there were there was going to be that much to build upon from Daredevil season two, and oh my god. I was just completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. So wrong. But yeah. Oh. So there again, like as far as the good, the pacing of this, her going to Matt's place so early mm-hmm. in the season kind of surprised me and made me wonder if she was going to change teams. Made me wonder. Yes. Yeah, it does. It yeah. did. Yeah. Instead, she had uh-huh. her time. And in oh, episode she- six, that led to dreamy time. Oh my god! Oh, um, yeah. Dreamy time will, yeah. I think a lot of people had dreamy time with Electra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's just it's it, it's nothing. It's just Matt bringing her coffee and going like, "Look, I know you're awake, and you know you've been sleeping for hours." And she's just like, "Because I'm happy being." And he's like, what, back here in New York? And she's like, no, back with you. <gasps> yeah. And then, you know, she keeps having these little flashes of looking at the, you know, seeing the Daredevil costume, too, in yeah. the midst of all this. But it's it's just such, you know, it's just, it shows you that she really, though, never felt like she could choose her own life and choose what she wanted. And, oh, like, again, it's just played so perfectly. She plays it so perfectly. I did not expect that moment. Episode six is one of my, like, full of moments that I was like, what? Yes. They're giving me this, too? Yes. So then she, yeah, she goes over to the trunk where she thinks, because that's where she's, you know, in her mind, that's where she saw the Daredevil suit. And, of course, we know the Daredevil suit's not in there because Matt's wearing it. But there's little things behind. There's a baton. There's the old boots and probably the old costume. But I what does she the, find? I love that she... the old costume was in there, by the way. Like, yes. It's just kind of like that he has it in there as backup, you know. One yes, day even, old boots. Know, old boots. Anyways. <laughs> but what else does she find? His Bible. It's a very thin Bible. I, I swear I didn't like it. didn't like dawn on me that it was a Bible. <laughs> totally his Bible. Maybe... I was like, oh, my God, it's brown. It's. Maybe it's Great. just the New Testament or something, but it's totes a Bible. Totally. Yeah. Or just, yeah. Yeah. And she finds the the little thing from her, um, her funeral, which has to be weird and where, and where she's buried. And oh, she has to go through so much. Poor Electra. Right. God. Um, so back to our heroes. Oh my God. Big moment about to happen. Oh my God. Yeah. They had figured. Yeah, wait, no, no, wait, hold on. They have figured out that Danny is an actual key. <laughs> Not a metaphor, a key that opens something. They, they still don't know what, who, what, da, 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 da. So I wonder if in that moment, Stick was like in his head already prepared to like kill him, you know, in that moment. And then he just sort of goes along with the plan, you know, the the group's plan to like, okay, we'll, yeah, we'll hide him out, blah, blah, blah. Because that leads to Matt and 
Danny having a confrontation, which is, oh, God, I didn't know I needed that either. But I needed that so bad. Yeah. I needed the Matt, Matt Danny fight because you really can get to see what Matt can do. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, yeah. And it, okay. And then that, you know, that leads, you know, ends with Jessica just really, well, oh, Danny using the Iron Fist on Luke. And, you know, in the trailer, we all thought that that was something to do with the hole or the earthquake. We did not realize that was Danny using the Iron Fist. Yeah. When everybody gets blown back. Um, but yeah, they get him, they get little, little Danny, um, tied up and they call Matt out Poor Danny, poor Danny. And they, they call Matt out on some more of his, like, not telling the whole truth, you know, about yeah fighting the, fighting the hand with a lecture because Matt, it's only relevant when he thinks it's relevant Murdoch. Um, yeah. So he has to come out with that. And Jessica's like, next time you freaking lie to me, I'm going to beat your ass. And if he's not scared, he should really be scared of Jessica. Okay. This, this bitch just knocked out the iron fist. You should be scared. Um, but yeah, so they decide to, Luke's like, I'll sit with Danny. Because somebody needs to take a punch. And then they go, where, Rhiannon? What did they do? What did they do? They go to his apartment what where he changes clothes in front of Jessica. <gasps> so I got a question. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that he sensed at all before he um, realizes the little card is missing? Do you think he sensed at all that Electra had been there? I really or do you think, think her so. ninja powers? Yeah, I really don't. You think know, is so. he is, is he too, is he too wrapped up in what's going on? Are her ninja powers too strong? Yeah, I um, I I, I think you know, like I think some of his power. I mean, like if it was the old Electra smell. He mm-hmm. might have noticed it, but I think he's so caught up in so many things. I really don't think he noticed anything until yeah, he, I don't yeah, I don't think he, so. Yeah, and his apartment's in such like a mess that yeah, you know, so. yeah. I think even I wonder. So you think when he finds the card missing that he thinks she's been there, or oh, he does he just think, think so? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think he knows immediately when the card is missing that she's. <gasps> oh my god, it's so and, precious! And I think in that moment he probably just like took one breath and was like, "Oh god, yes, that smell—it's here everywhere." I'm such yeah, a and I gotta, but I gotta go, and I can't say anything to Jessica because God forbid we be truthful. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. So they go to the to the um, architect's house because that's their, really their last like plan they really don't know where to go except back to the architect's house and end up talking to the the daughter and jessica tells a really sweet story about matt's dad oh jessica has feelings she does and it just it kind of hits matt in his little like heart parts you know right it's like i have friends it's um, such a cool way for Jessica also to just sort of admit that she gives a shit. Um, yeah. And, I mean, like, when he confronts her on it later, he catches her Jessica way of, you know, she's just like, I just looked into it because if we're going to trust each other, I need to know about you. And he's like, oh, you're so sweet. Well, like, my, one of, yeah, my favorite, one of my favorite Jessica lines is, you took my case, I took yours. Oh, oh shit. 
per- so perfect. Perfect, Jessica. So in talking, they're, they're talking to the daughter. And of course, you know, she's, she brings Matt along because Matt's doing his super secret, like supersonic hearing and everything while he's listening to this girl talk and, and asking questions. And, and then it goes to a piano and you're like, what the fuck? Jessica's face when the piano is brought up <laughs> is the best. Because she goes from looking at the daughter to looking at Matt, looking at the daughter, looking back at Matt. Where the fuck is he going with this piano? Because the daughter says something like he would just sit at the piano for hours and not play. And you can immediately tell that Matt goes to like tuning in, you know, to the room. And and then we get then what then what do we get, Rhiannon? What everybody wanted that I didn't know everybody wanted. I I wanted it about as much as Jessica. <laughs> like, my face and Jessica's face in that moment was like, oh my god. What the fuck are you doing, Murdoch? Um, apparently, Marco Ramirez reads, like, my Twitter. Because I had ran yeah. a poll, and it happened, and everybody wanted this. And I did not know that that many people... And I wonder if that many people have read Guardian Devil. Because I, I want to think that's the only time that it even happens in the comic of Matt playing the piano, but I did not know everybody wanted this. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't know how bad I wanted it till it happened. But he does. And I don't think he's doing it to show off his ability no. to play his own theme song. No, no, no. Even my, even my nephew, my nephew was like, why didn't they let him finish playing the song? I just want to hear him play the song. <laughs> it's a great song. Um, but yeah, so we, so it does have a purpose. Um, it's not just to make all the fangirls swoon. And um, I like that. That's that, the whole was, piano. The whole piano scene. It would have just been like, oh my god, that was so useless. Except <laughs> it, it wasn't useless at all. He totally no. knew that was there. He totally needed a reason to go to it. Yes, and stumble around. That's the best too. When he's like yeah. kind of stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so they find the 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 plans and the and the blueprints and architect guy was gonna blow up everything so yay um i'm trying to think like meanwhile misty's still dealing with all her shit at the police station alexandra does figure out that electra is in the cemetery and goes to electra and confesses to her that she's dying and there's i don't remember what episode it must be in five or six where alexandra has the conversation with madame gal and I love Madame Gal. How much do we still love Madame Gal? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> you know, and Madame Gal's like, you know, because they pretty much all admit that they have tried to kill each other at some point over these hundreds of years that they've all been alive. And, you know, Madame Gal's like, the past is the past. But Alexandra, in, in that moment, kind of like admits that she was tired of going through this life alone. And for a moment, you're like, oh, Alexandra, I get it. Because they do show her in a lot of times where she does seem very lonely when she's listening to her music. And you're like, that's got to be a lonely life. Yeah, you live forever, but damn, you have to watch people die. I've read enough vampire novels that I'm like, yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she, you know, she confesses everything and, you know, tells Electra, like, this is what we have to get. We have to get the substance we if not, we'll both die. Yeah. You know, and, um, oh, we got to talk about Luke and Danny too, because while, while Danny's, um, 
tied up and he wakes up and he's struggling and him and Luke have all while while Jessica and Matt are having all the feelsy moments, Luke and Danny are having their own feelsy moments. Right? Nothing like oh. tying your new best friend to a chair and then discussing your feelings. Oh, um, you know, and, you know, Sticks over there, like. <laughs> and that's exactly this- who I don't want overhearing when I'm having conversation like this. Like, you know, and it's just, it is so perfect. Because <laughs> you are kind of over there going, I, I'm, I'm about like, like, what is he doing? What is Stick doing? It could be nothing. He could be killing the entire planet. Right. You I would not know. have been surprised if he opened a portal to Kunlun right there right. from incense and bullshit. So, so, you know, so Danny's over there, you know, explaining what Stick's doing and whatever. And, you know, and Luke explodes up like, I'm not all this mystic stuff. And I love, I love it. It's not mystic stuff. Oh, my God. It's another way of looking at things. It's a different perspective. And, you know, and Luke's like, okay, whatever. Why don't you tell me again how you punched a dragon and got your magic hand? And, oh my god, and Danny goes right into telling the story. <laughs> Just like, I've been dying for somebody to want me to tell the story. And then, like, Luke, like, laughs at him. like, dude, no, I was joking. And then Danny's face, in that moment, goes oh from, like, oh. And then Luke knows he hurt his feelings. And Luke, being Luke, cannot stand to have hurt somebody's feelings. Goes, dude, okay. Like, okay, just tell me. Whatever must have hurt yeah yeah man it did and then they oh then they go to talking about you know luke's like i got shot in the face by jessica hit with a rocket launcher you know it's the first real like frenzy like oh my god moment yeah and then luke yeah and danny's like what happened between you and jessica because there's also so many moments in the show if you don't leave this won't won't luke and jessica back together i don't They belong together, Rhiannon. They belong together. Yeah, I'll be interested. I'll be interested in seeing how they proceed with that. How they do that in season two. Or three or four or eight. Of their own shows. Yeah. Defenders. (laughs) Not Defenders. So then, you know, we have more like feelsy moments between Matt and Jessica. Like we talked about, like I took you, you know, you took my case. I took yours and they're on their way back. And this is when Stick is like. He's lit that stuff and like Luke and like, what is this? And, and they, and, and stick tells some prison story that you don't know if it's true or, or not at all. I I'm guessing say it's probably, true. I, I think, it's think true. it is. I do. I think it's the truth. I think, I, I think stick. it's the stick backstory. Well, for him to have been in prison for 10 years or something. <laughs> for t- like, <laughs> and he puts Luke to sleep, son. He puts don't get sticks all like oh it helps me helps me like relax meditate da, 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 da. boom yeah yeah looks out which and, i mean thank you stick for being like the first person to actually try to poison luke cage i mean <laughs> yeah it's the obvious choice for knocking him out <laughs> like everybody else is trying to glow their fist and hit him harder or uh Shoot him! Shoot him shoot more him with bigger bullets and all of that. Just make some fucking poisonous gas. Waft it toward him. Knock him right out. Thank you, Stick. Rest in peace. <laughs> and in okay, so I thought 
for a second until I realized, okay, this is stick. I thought for a second he's going to untie Danny and him and Danny are going to face the hand like alone. That's what I no. thought. I was like, Fee, I know. I was so like naive. When stick was like, there's a third option. I was like, I was, I was like racked my brain for like half a second. I was like, option, option, option. Ooh, he wants Danny dead. Oh, <laughs> can't kill puppy Ryan. No. Yeah. Um, and poor Danny, he can't, he still can't control the fist. Not really. He can't really get it charged because he's hungry. True. He hasn't ate enough. True. He hasn't ate enough. He hasn't ate enough. Um, he's like a diabetic. I think he needs like a bunch of meals, like a bunch of times a day to keep the fist charged up. Yeah. Um, so he Matt, little, can, he needs a little medical alert bracelet saying, alert. if not <laughs> fighting well, give me a bag of M&M's. <laughs> Yeah, feed, yes, feed me. <laughs> um, so so Matt like senses something's like I can't remember what he hears, and they go tearing back to the to the building. And um, Electra somehow finds this place with her Electra powers, and so about the time that Stick is about to take Danny out, Electra comes crashing through, and Danny's like, "No, Stick, watch out!" And then Danny passes out from the same, like, stuff and, and stick an Electra fight at the same time Matt and Jessica sort of crash back in. And and what happens, Rhiannon? What happens? I don't remember. I just remember they all end up unconscious. Stick dies! Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, she, um, you know, Matt's screaming at her, no, no, and she just, she, well, it's, we get our first, like, hello Matthew or whatever you know she calls him Matthew good to see yeah. you Matthew yeah kind of, so she totally knows who he is now um yeah and they all end up like she knocks them all out and the gas makes them all like sleep, super sleepy super knocked out and she slings puppy ran Danny doggy ran over her shoulder and leaps out of a window if that's not like it was pretty sh- badass that was that was pretty badass wasn't it yeah. But while all while what when she she's about to jump out the window, she turns and gives one last look to like Matt. Right. Uh, ah, and and um while that's going on, what's the guy's name? The tooth that starts with the M. Merrick uh, Ma- no, Mar- Marikumi? Mary somebody. Anyway, the guy that always speaks Japanese. Yeah. Him has made up his mind he's gonna take Alexandra out. Oh, he's that's had enough. Right. He does He's the, the only one through the whole thing that talks any sense, even though it's in Japanese. Like, he, he's the only one speaking any sense. Like, this is just – because he goes back and he tells the group, like, they got help now. Daredevil's here. And they're all like, no, Daredevil, what? And, like, is his special vampire skill that he can walk on the bottom of the sea because he got, like, that bottle of champagne from a ship? I don't, I don't know. Like, that's an actual vampire power there. Like, just walking in the bottom of the seat. That's Twilight vampire power. Like, he gets the special yeah. champagne. He gets the special champagne that he pops open, and he pretty much admits it. Like, look, bitch, I never liked you. I never wanted to leave Kunlun with you. I can't stand you. You're making a mess of everything. He puts on his little gloves. You're going to die tonight. And Electra comes dragging in. The Iron Fist. And play up, up, plans change. Wait a minute. We have the Iron Fist now. We have what we needed. And they strap him, like, to the thing, like, Hannibal. They wheel him around, like, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and 
Poor Danny. He's also still hungry and weak and sort of drugged. So there's no like Iron Fist happening at all during any of this. And Alexandra goes making her speech of, you know, we I don't even know what she said at this point. Like we got him. Da 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 da. And y'all gonna follow me? And you're gonna kill Luke Cage? You're gonna kill Jessica Jones? And kill? the devil of hell's kitchen whatever his name is <gasps> oh my fucking god right and i got chills because because <laughs> bye alexandra and for good measure she chops her head off immediately <laughs> and electra's like yeah yeah, and in case you, you know, didn't get, you know, okay, his name is Matthew. Well, my name is Electronachios. And you work for me now. Any questions? And she's covered in blood, and it's the most greatest thing ever. Yes. And I thought, so did was, you, yeah. I really, really was happy at this point. I was so, ep- episode six left me so happy. <laughs> And my problem was, so I woke up at 3 a.m. and binged, and I got into episode six. And, like, the key is to stop somewhere midway in an episode, because they all end at a very exciting point. So I stopped somewhere in the episode, and I went to work. And I somewhat checked Twitter. I mean, I was a little bit ahead, because I had already seen episode one, so I could Twitter was safe for a little yeah. while. And then all of a sudden, Twitter was like, oh, my God, episode six. Oh, my God, episode six. And I was like, something really big's about to happen. Yeah, and yeah. I stopped at the wrong place. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I watched it. I stayed. I did good. I stayed away from all that and getting spoiled on anything. And I watched six, like I think Friday night, and yeah. I was just like, "What?" And yeah, it, and like I said, it was a good stopping point. Then though, you could stop and go because because everything changed at that moment. Yeah. So, what? But but were you sad that they killed off? Um. Sigourney Weaver or so I mean I I immediately I was like oh my god they did a cotton mouth mm-hmm. because they did it in Luke Cage I didn't enjoy it in Luke Cage I I felt there was so much hype for Sigourney in the show that it just seemed like a waste I, I didn't enjoy her character I mean now that I know that was all there was to her character mm-hmm she was very underwhelming. Um, and and I realized part of it is that we've theorized for a year. Yes. Yeah. What her yeah. character could be and what all, you know, going into this mythical realm, you know, I was expecting her to be possessed by demons or, you know, a shapeshifter mm-hmm. or something like that. And then it's just like she's an old woman that was dying and didn't want to be alone and had an issue with claiming Electra as her child and Electra didn't want to be nobody's child. Yes, um, yeah. Electra. Yeah. None of that shit anymore. She's tired of being owned and told yeah, what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very sad. She ends up being kind of, it's a very sad story really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, but very basic. I mean, I just, I, I had higher expectations. Now that moment where Electra was like, you work for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, Okay. I'm down for this. Yeah. You know, I'm down yeah. for LED being the big bad. I'm down for Electra coming and just changing this plan. <laughs> but then she really just kind of continues with Sigourney's plan. 
And yeah, so, let's. Okay, I mean, we'll talk about that next time. But yeah, I just want to sort of clarify in case anybody who hasn't watched it like a shit ton of times, like I have, um, what the act, what they actually need is this. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What they maybe identified we, by the end of episode six is that there's a door and they need the iron fist to open it. To open it, right? Yeah. So I, re- yeah, I guess we'll. Yeah, we can we can explain more about what the hands deal was i guess probably when it's all when we talk about seven and eight in case anybody didn't understand (laughs) what they were trying to do i mean but episode six is just like we need a substance we need a substance it'll open this door yeah we need the key iron fist is the key but the key is through the door to get the substance that we need for eternal life yeah as long as nobody chops off our heads or burns us yeah 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 or or the or the she said something so interesting at the cemetery when she says what is she calls it the organism sometimes the organism i don't know she and i was like she makes it sound like there's some kind of alien being inside of her (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so So. yeah yeah they need to they want to live forever i don't know that i would want to live forever i don't know that that's like the ultimate thing (laughs) yeah and i mean i mean you know they try it it feels like yeah, some of Alexandra's um, argument is we're on the side of life. We're trying to spread life. And it's mm-hmm. not like they're using their substance to save, you know, children with cancer. No. You know, there's nothing in this whole argument that has made it seem like a humanitarian effort. Now, granted, they've gone through a lot of the substance. I mean, like it's like they've used the substance to continue to revive their armies so that they continue to fight for more of the substance so that they can continue to revive their armies so that they can, you know, I mean, mean, like it's, yeah, you know, I could get the whole argument, you know, and I feel like there was a lot put there, you know, we are the good guys. We are the ones for life, but I mean, they didn't show anything. I mean, for all we know at this point, they've revived Harold Meacham nobu (laughs) and some kids that did the hospital fight scene like i'm not totally sold on them being the side for life yeah i don't know if the kids from the hospital if they were part of i don't know what yeah they They really didn't answer as they had autopsy scars yeah but then they also used that was the ninjas that yeah. was the ninjas that were climbing up the building i'm talking about the kids were oh, actually the, the people that were far like they used them as like farms like incubators yeah. to like incubate the substance that has to go through these people i don't know yeah they didn't yeah we didn't get any clarification on that but whatever yeah. they just want to bottom line want to live forever yeah need this stuff yeah um yeah. so yeah Yay. <laughs> Yay, hand. <laughs> Yay, the hand. So, at this point, I was very happy with the series, though. I mean, I, I wasn't... Electra. Yeah. Who Who's the, who's the superstar of episodes four, five, and six? I mean... I mean, not four, is that what we... Yeah, four, five, and six. Oh, do we have Stick? one for each? Stick, maybe, the ep- of episode four? Stick or Jessica? I'm trying to think. Jessica does come back with the car. Uh, Stick was pretty important in four. Number five, I'm going to go with Misty Knight because she had to put up with all that stupid bullshit of bringing everybody to the police station. Five, I'm almost going with with Daredevil. It was really Daredevil's time to shine. It was. It was. And, and six? Um, I mean, I like her. Mm, 
<laughs> I love her so much. Electra, I mean, she got Matt Murdock to bring her coffee and her dreams, and then she went out and ruled the world. God, that's the only coffee we... <sighs> that was just like a tease now. I realize that. It was just a tease. And rewatching, like, I feel like the writers in Matt Murdock's world brought up coffee so many times just to rub in that he never gets coffee like Luke Cage gets coffee. Never. 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 Do you think now, do you you think that somebody asked me, could Matt see in her dream? No. I didn't think so either, but I mean, I just, I didn't know if somebody else had saw that a different way. No. No. Yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't think so either. But I was like, you know, I didn't think about it. I mean, I guess, you know, hey, remember Covert Affairs? I mean, Augie did drive to Corvette, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't think so. I, I think it was irrelevant. Yeah, I don't think it mattered, but I was like, you know, huh, interesting. Yeah. So next time we will talk about seven and eight. And every, then probably like recap all the fucking top 100 things we loved. Yeah. And then we can talk about where it's going from there and where it could go from <gasps> there and where it's going from there. <sighs> and we'll just go ahead and write, you know, Daredevil season three. Yeah. Iron mm-hmm. Fist season two, probably. We'll probably write, you know, all the seasons. So Marvel yeah. doesn't need to worry about that. Somebody just go ahead and let Jeff, no. Jeff Loeb know we're on top of it. I'm going to make sure to share all my things on Twitter, all the things I want, because it's all it seems to happen. So, Right, right. <laughs> Obviously, they are listening to you, Shelby. <laughs> Obviously. Or our podcast. I don't know. They're listening what, to our you podcast. Know? They're listening to you. <laughs> we know all of the accounts follow you. Like, you are the most... <laughs> Like, the official Marvel <laughs> accounts reply to you more than anybody. Oh, God, yes. Feed into my delusions. Feed into me. Yeah. Like, they so. mark me for my inability to count. But... <laughs> the people who run those accounts, I don't know if it's one person, I don't know if it's a group of them, are the greatest. Those accounts are the greatest. I feel, so, I feel like I missed a lifetime opportunity because when I was at San Diego Comic-Con, I met the Marvel Netflix PR people. Oh, really? And in the moment... Yeah, I didn't tell you about that. I I don't know if you told me about, like, meeting them specifically. Yeah, them specifically. So, like, I was hanging out when I got to do that uh, Netflix experience thing. Like, I just hung out there way longer than any other member of the press. And there was one part of it that you had to wade through a line and, you know, just striking up conversation. And a woman that was there, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm the Marvel Netflix PR rep. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. Like, we need to exchange information. Um, yeah. I'm talking to her. And then when we got out of what we were doing, she was, there were two other people. And she was like, yeah, this is the rest of my team. And hours later, I was like, oh, my God. I bet they run the Twitter accounts. Oh, so good. And, and I hate myself for not having that thought while they were right there. I mean, like, I would have gotten a selfie with them because if they are the people behind the Twitter accounts, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, anyways... I, I may or may not have met the people behind the Netflix Twitter accounts. Well, it, well, I wish you'd meet the people behind the Punisher account so the Punisher <laughs> people can give us, like, a date or you could punch them in the face. One or right. the other. Maybe maybe at New York Comic Con. Maybe that can be our goal of New York Comic Con. Uh, find the Punisher meet, people meet, and punch them in the face. 
punch them in the face because they did give us like supposedly all 13 episode titles this week in Morse code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no date, still no date. Have you watched it scene by scene, frame by frame to see if the date is hidden there? And like it was the defenders. I have not. No, yeah. I have not. I'm like, I'm kind of over it at this point because I'm like, <laughs> we, there's only so many days it can be people like, I don't know why they're taking away this hype train from us. Why? Because I want to hype it. And the way they're doing it is like killing the hype. (laughs) Well, and that's like I saw somebody on Twitter say, what if they dropped it without, you know, what if they're just planning to drop it and not give us a date? That could be too. That could be very Punisher-like. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, you know what would be funny is if like they had hyped the hell out of Stranger Things and like, you get 10 minutes to Stranger Things and then Frank just kills them all. <laughs> no, not my Stranger Things kids. Can it be somebody else? Or Netflix have some other show that they've hyped the hell out of, <laughs> like a new show. And <laughs> just like 10 minutes of it. And then it really is just Frank Castle coming and killing everybody. And it's the Punisher. Yeah, it's great. Man, it's crazy. We all think November. It's going to be funny when they push it back to like Christmas. Yeah, we were talking about that at the Marvel News Desk, just like Punisher with mm-hmm. Grandma. <laughs> I really wish it was like we talked about Black Friday. I really, really wish yeah. that's what it is. Oh, God, I, that would be so perfect. No work. Can watch it with my sister. That'd be the best. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll do it around Thanksgiving, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I think that's very likely. I mean, the well, the date that leaked was November 14th, which is a Tuesday. Yeah, don't, don't do it on a Tuesday. Fuck that shit. I don't care. Yeah. Just keep on doing it on a Friday. Yeah. So I, I figured they didn't do it last week because they didn't want to take away from Inhumans stuff for whatever reason. But I yeah. feel like we might get it this week. And full disclosure, date. I may not upload this. You know, like it might be old news by the time I get this uploaded. <laughs> You can yeah. Breaking news: Punisher date release. Yeah, and like you'll get to this part of the podcast, and you'll be like, "Why are they still talking about this? Like we've known the date for two weeks now." <laughs> no, I'll get this faster. Whatever. Um, uh, all right. So okay. that, that yeah, that's that. all for now. We'll be back later to talk about episodes seven and eight. Whoop whoop! Yay! Bye. Bye.